Welcome back to the Meet Us in Paris podcast. I'm Kristen, and this is a podcast about all things travel, be it food, what to pack for your next trip, or your next exotic destination. And with me today is my amazing co-host, Emily. Hello, hello, hello. I think we've talked about this before, but I never don't want to say your name like Rachel does when she goes, Emily! (laughs) It's either, oh my gosh, it's either that or in Hocus Pocus, like the little sister. Oh, yeah. And the brother's like, Emily, Emily. Emily. Oh, no. (laughs) sister, Emily. Yes. (laughs) Um, So with us, who we shouldn't forget, who doesn't have a cool way to say his name is Zen. (laughs) Yeah, but everyone all, always asks me if I'm super calm and chill, and that's Are not, you Zen Zen? No, I'm not. <laughs> I am probably the most hyper person you've ever met. I don't know of any famous media characters named Zen, just you. You're yeah. Pave like the way for yourself. It's like me, Bono, Cher. Yeah, all, Madonna. Right? Madonna, exactly. <laughs> well, you're in good company. <laughs> Uh, so this week we've got a new topic that we hope to use just about every month or so. We call it this month, next month in the world, where we highlight to you something rad that has recently happened at one of our favorite travel destinations or an upcoming event that you may want to consider a trip to. And we'll get right back to that after a message from our sponsor. At 21, Steve Jobs founds Apple Computer. Colonel Sanders is 62 when his first KFC franchise opens. Success can come at any age. Need help jumpstarting your success? With thousands of courses and 60 plus certificate programs, UCI Division of Continuing Education can help. Courses are offered every quarter. So start today at ce.uci.edu forward slash amazing. Do we, okay, I just realized that most of my um, events or things that I found, they're kind of happening, like, they, they start this week, in a sense. I have I don't have anything that has already happened. Eh, close enough. We'll okay. post this, like, Same, a week actually. late. <laughs> We're going to post this a week like late, it. and it will be a past. <laughs> yeah, it will be, actually, yeah. Okay. Well, then, put it on your calendar for next year, for 2023. There we go. Where the world is sure to be reopened and back to normal, right? I mean, you've heard that one before. I know. I hope I didn't just jinx it. Okay. Um, So, So who wants to start? Emily, give us something good. Let's, I will start us off with something that I found that actually starts to, well, as we're recording tomorrow. So, it starts February 4th. And this mm-hmm. is the Saranac Lake Winter Carnival in upstate New York. Ooh, have either ooh. of you heard of it? No. No. Okay. So it's very interesting. It is supposedly the longest running winter carnival in the country. It started in 1897 and it still runs through today. Um, so it's a 10 day winter festival, winter carnival. So it starts this year. It's February 4th. Yeah. February 4th to the 13th. And it's like filled with things. Um, so location wise, Saranac Lake, it is upstate New York. Like I said, it's about 150 miles north of Albany. If that helps, the Albany is already like upstate New York to me, but it's yeah. even north of that. <laughs> I spent some time in Albany. It's beautiful. Okay, that's nice to know. I've never been there. Um, Anyway, so this 10-day festival, it has sports, 
there's performances, there's parades, there's fireworks, there is an ice castle that they make. Um, so there's tons of things to do. And um, one of the things that I found really interesting is that on the first day of this carnival, they actually start with the coronation of the king and queen of the carnival. Oh, I want to do that. So it's super cute. It's super soothing. <laughs> and they've kept this tradition since 1897. So this king and queen, they're chosen, they're local citizens of Saranac Lake, and they're chosen for their contributions to the community through volunteer work for the previous year. And in addition to the king and queen, they also they have like a full royal court. So there's even like a prince and princess, and they have like a handful of like what lads and lassies and <laughs> it's it's really fascinating um and they kind of just like head the the carnival like they do announcements wow. and like things like that um so it's very fun and then as far as sports go or just things that you can partake in or watch um there's snowshoeing nordic ski racing you can go inner tubing you watch hockey games. And then that's like your conventional snow sports. There's some unconventional ones. There's snowflake volleyball. where Snowflake like, volleyball? I guess you play volleyball in the snow with snowshoes. Um, oh. There's snowshoe softball. Um, and they also have ultimate frisbee in the snow. Hmm. Okay, so. can I, I throw, I'm going to throw out a few facts on your thing. Yes. You know okay. about this or you looked yeah. it up? I do not know about this. And I was so fascinated that I decided I, I really wanted to see what this was. So I looked it up, you know, since it was uh, north of Albany and I had spent some time there. Is that one is that tomorrow in the next couple of days when this is actually happening is going to be negative temperatures. Oh it's going to be like six and negative three and lots of snow. They have a winter storm warning. Oh, <laughs> so. And then the second thing, which this actually is very interesting to me, is have you ever read the comic Doonesbury? No. Yes. Gary Trudeau, who is the writer of Doonesbury, is apparently raised there. And so he oh. has done um, like all the brochures and stuff like that. Oh, wow. So, I mean, two okay. random pieces of trivia that I, yeah. I when I was just looking, it's was like, that's really cool. Now I, I super want, now I want to go more. Yeah, Not totally. The, not the it's, negative three, but no, not <laughs> negative three. But the like, if you go to Saranac, it's spelled S A R A N A C Lake Winter Carnival dot com. You can learn all about it. But they have this picture that's really amazing to look at. It's the picture of the ice palace with fireworks um, going off in the back, like behind it, and it's. I would love to be there, not in negative three, but I would love to witness it in person <laughs> in warmth somehow, but it's very beautiful. Uh, I've always is. wanted to stay in one of those ice palaces. I've like, I'll thought visit. About I it. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I thought about it and then I was like, that's really cold. I don't like being cold. Yeah, I sleep. <laughs> yeah. Even like, have you guys been to those ice bars that they have? Yes. Yeah. I know there's one in Vegas. 
Um, they're so cold, even with they give you what I call the the beauty and the beast hood because it's like <laughs> yes, <laughs> the line hood that she wears when she's out throwing snowballs with the beast. Mm-hmm. But I'm still cold even in that, and you have to wear the gloves to hold your glasses, and it's like oh yeah, you only spend like a max of like 20 minutes in there because it's so cold. Like that's what I imagine the hotels are like. Like even if you're wearing all these warm clothes, but you're laying still in your bed of ice, it's just not enough for me. Well, I see them like covered with like bearskin rugs. Yes, it still looks cold. I'm so yeah, Yeah, it still still looks cold. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, not for me. Do you have a future one? Sorry, yes, a future one. Yes, sorry, I wasn't sure if we're doing round robin like one way and then or not one way, but for the who knows? Okay, I will do my future one. We'll get it all done. Um, okay, future one. Another cold thing. This one, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's winter, so it makes sense. <laughs> this one happens in Anchorage, Alaska, and it is called the Fur Rendezvous Winter Festival. So another winter festival. And I thought it was funny because officially it's called the Fur Rendezvous, but locally they call it the Fur Rondi or just Rondi. <laughs> Uh, but what it is, it's a three-day winter festival. Well, actually, it started as a three-day winter festival, and now it's a 12-day, so it's even longer than the other one I just talked about. Wow. Um, this one, generally the same idea as the previous one I talked about. There's just, like, activities you can do. But um, in addition to, like, the regular snow stuff, there's two, actually three interesting things. There's sled dog racing, which is big, huge in Alaska, um, and then there's running of the reindeer, which is like Aww. running of the bulls, but it's reindeer. <laughs> Wait, you're, they're trying to run away from reindeer yes. with the bulls? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and then the third interesting thing are outhouse races, which what? I didn't know what that was when I read that online. And then I looked it up and it's, it's not just a thing that's at this winter festival. It's like a thing that happens other places but in case you don't know what it is it is this team of four pushing an actual outhouse that they built on wheels and one person is sitting inside of that outhouse while the other three are pushing it and i think it's just like i don't know why (laughs) and it's it's just like um whoever i guess finishes the race first wins great (laughs) very fun um but this one uh, has so it was a three day festival that started in 1935. Some history for you started in 1935, and it was just, um, I guess at the time Anchorage was very small and not a lot of social things to do. So, this guy was like, Let's make our own social gathering, I guess. So, the time frame that he chose, um, just coincided with the time that miners and trappers would come into town with like their stuff. And so it would be like this big three-day festival um, just to like join in with everyone during the wintertime and just have some fun, get people outside. And it becomes so popular that it is now 12 days, like I mentioned. And this year, it is from February 25th to March 6th, which also, if you go during that time, is northern light season. Ah, always good to think about. Yes. Nice. Excellent. What when and when does that start? 
February 25th, so the end of the month. Okay. Through the beginning of March. I'm looking for Alaska Airlines as we speak. Uh, Ooh, Alaska Airlines is, I think, if I remember correctly, they were having a sale this week on, like, one-way flights. I saw saw an ad. (laughs) I know. I saw an ad that was, like, $39 one way. Uh, But I feel like every time they have one of those ads, it's, like, the most random airports. Like, I don't know, LAX to, like, Oakland. (laughs) It's, like, $39. Okay. That's just within the same states. I don't know, but very fun. It's, or they're always good to places that you don't really want to go to. Yeah. Anyway, so. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so should we rock, paper, scissors for a second? Me and you? Yeah. Yeah, we'll shout it out on three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll count. I'll count. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> One, two, three. Paper. Rock. So does winner get to ch- go first? I guess first winner or- chooses. Winner yeah, chooses. chooses. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, you go. <laughs> okay. All righty. Um, so this, okay, this isn't so much of an event, although it can be, I guess. Um, you can celebrate this in the comfort of your own home. Have you guys heard of Candlemas? Candlemas. No. No. This is actually a Christian holiday. Um, I mean, it's like very liturgical. It's like the kind of thing where you might, I don't know, the church probably knows it exists, but I don't know who else does. Um, just to give you some background. So actually, France observe it, observes this day. It's called La Chandeleur. And um, it is exactly 40 days after Christmas. Um for whatever reason, I read about it at some point. But what they do now at this point, um, it's always February 2nd every year. They celebrate this by eating tons of crepes. So <laughs> I love however crepes. that came to be on February 2nd in France, you need to eat a ton of crepes. So it gets even better than that. You can't just go to a restaurant and order crepes. Depending on what part of the country you're in, some people put a coin on top of the clip during the cooking process for luck. Others believe you have to, to hold a coin in your right hand while flipping over the crepes with your left. And if you can do it without dropping any on the floor, you'll be prosperous in the year to come. You are supposed to eat crepes at dinner time instead of breakfast. And some people even save the first crepe and stash it in a drawer or hiding place again for luck in the year to come um how long are they hiding it though yeah like, from I, I the morning till night maybe you're supposed to hide it so good you don't remember it's there oh, sure. yeah um and it actually has weather related implications too so the french believe that if there is rain on la chandeleur which is february 2nd um it will mean 40 more days of rain and showers while as if it's a clear and sunny day it means winter is almost over and along with the sweet or savory crepes it's traditional to drink boozy cider out of a round bowl instead of a glass ooh it's like a more interactive groundhog day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and I'm, 
I think most people feel like they associate crepes as like a dessert. You have, you know, there's like, um, especially if you go to France, they have the little stands and you usually get them with Nutella or with like sugar and butter and bananas, but you can have savory crepes as well. It's also can be like a dinner food that they load with like potatoes and uh, vegetables and good sauces and stuff. But um, you can celebrate this by making crepes yourself, either sweet or savory. Um, and you can say you've celebrated Candlemas once in your life. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So again, it's already passed this year, but next year on February 2nd, um, you can consider yourself spiritual and make yourself go to town with crepes. Nice. The end. <laughs> um, so that was this month. And next month, I think everybody knows this holiday, um, but I also think it changes. Like it's not set on the calendar, but um, at least for this year, um, March 23rd is when Holi will take place. So it is an ancient Hindu celebration, um, which is really gains like traction all over the world. You see people celebrate this um, where you throw like the colored chalk on each other. Um, it's the Festival of Colors. Um, it's native to India and Nepal, I believe. Um, so they each have kind of their own variations of the tradition. Um, they might have different spiritual songs that they sing or um, music that they play. Apparently in Uttar Akhand, there's a playful beating of the townsmen by the townswomen. <laughs> so that sounds fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> But this is where you see people dress up in white and throw all the colored chalk and you just get doused in um, different colors and you're just kind of celebrating um, color and light in the world. So I've seen other cities start to do this, but it is native to India and that festival takes place in 2022 on March 23rd. Nice. I think UCI, I don't, they probably stopped it due to COVID, but when I was at UCI, they had a holy festival in, I think, Aldridge Park. Oh, really? Yeah. That's really cool. Okay. Um, a little bit more in depth here. It's also known as the Festival of Love, the Festival of Colors, and the Festival of Spring. It celebrates the eternal and divine love of Radha Krishna. It also signifies the triumph of good over evil and the victory of Vishnu as Narasimha Narayana over Hiranyakashipu. <laughs> Sorry. That was beautiful. You pronounce yes. it like how I pronounce French words. <laughs> okay. You're less and less confident. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I am seeing that it's it's um its celebration is the night after Holy Kadaran. And I'm 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 taking a guess and assuming this is probably off a lunar calendar, um, so it changes each year. But I'm sorry to say, I don't know exactly what it's based off of. But there you go. Nice. And that's one that you can probably celebrate all over the world because a lot of other places are starting to celebrate it, and like the Indian and Nepalese diasporas around the world are bringing it to um, other cities, which is really fun. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So I guess I'm up. Um, mm -hmm. The first thing I'm breaking the rules is February. This actually occurred in late January. Um, as 
you might or might not know, um, American rock star musician actor Meatloaf passed away. Oh yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, as a kid who grew up in the seventies um, and eighties, um, I mean, it's just like he was he was huge, you know. He you know, and and so many people know him for. A lot of different songs, but even the Rocky Horror Picture Show, you might have seen him in television over the years. Uh, you might have seen him in Spice World. He was their bus driver. <laughs> Lest oh my we God, forget. That's right. And I yeah. love Spice World. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a gem. Yeah, for sure. Well, talk about the British um, influence. Um, mm-hmm. on, on the week of um, January 24th, the Queen's Guard who are in front of the, the palace, I believe it's Buckingham Palace, they did a tribute to him. And let me see if I can play this and see if you can hear this. Can you hear that? I can, yeah. Yes. So, as a mus- musical tribute, the Queen's Guard decided to play I Would Do Anything for Love. <laughs> but I won't do that. <laughs> but I won't do that, which I thought was amazing. Um, go take a look. You can find it on YouTube. Um, some of the funny notes that I heard was that, well, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's we're allowed to talk about him, but apparently Meatloaf had an opportunity to talk uh, to meet Prince Andrew. We don't talk about Andrew. Um, <laughs> and um, they did a movie together. And wow. apparently they did a movie together in the late 80s or maybe maybe it was in the 90s. And whatever reason, apparently Prince Andrew tried to push him into a moat. That's the legend. Oh, so, yes. I did read about this. Mm-hmm. So apparently, so Meatloaf actually had a meeting with Prince Andrew. And that's what I'm going to tie this whole thing together with. Okay. So, so okay. that's your past event. Um, however, you can go find it on YouTube or take a look around. And lots of people were in tears. The family was really happy um, that no. the Queen's Guard um, did that for them. The as far as things that are coming up, um, two things stick in my mind because I've actually attended them is uh, South by Southwest or sometimes called South, um, South by South by Southwest. If you are not aware of it is a movie music festival that takes place in Austin, Texas. It is, I like to think of it as the comic con for movies and music. They have interactive, interactive exhibits they have all the musicians come out um they have a huge and it's it's just amazing the whole city shuts down and it just becomes one kind of really large party uh i highly suggest it also if strangely enough if you're an educator which we happen to be in the education field they also run something called south by southwest education the week before talking about the technologies that will possibly affect the future of education um and that's another amazing uh another amazing series of events that um that take place south by southwest takes place geez i forget now it's going to take place this year in 
sometime in March. I just can't remember mm-hmm. when in March. So there you go. March 11th to the 20th. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. I always, it's it's funny to me because I know it's South by Southwest, but whenever it's promoted, it's SXSW. And Mm -hmm. I always read it in my mind as like, six. (laughs) 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 I like never sound it out. And I'm like, yes, six, 2022. Ah, yes. (laughs) Yeah. So. Um, as a little side note, if you're over there, you can. I suggest that you get there a couple of days early. It's easier to book hotels if you can get like not just the whatever the ten days that South by Southwest is there. If you go like two or three days earlier, they you're more likely to get hotels. So if you're willing to pay thirteen hotel days, it makes you can actually get the hotel. If you're only doing the ten days, it's much harder to get. Mm-hmm. weird uh the other one is it's getting close to sakura season in japan oh so dreamy yeah and washington dc on um, the cherry blossoms so the end of march is usually when the cherry blossoms opens up in both of those cities if you decide to go to japan um, because Japan is so large, it will be uh, the when the cherry blossoms actually bloom will actually be different per city. So if you're Kyoto, will be a couple days from Tokyo, which will be a couple days from somewhere else. So if you're going to make a trip there, make sure that you see what days are most likely that the cherry blossoms will open up. Just do a Google search. There's quite a few different places that actually do forecasts of when they're going to open up. It's a little bit too early at this point to be precise, but at this point they're thinking Tokyo is around March 25th. Um, And uh, JR, if you've ever been in Japan, there's something called the JR rail, which is the equivalent of essentially Amtrak. So they, they keep track of it because they know lots of people like to travel by rail and go to city to city by to city to see the blossoms bloom. Mm -hmm. Um, And usually you got like a five day window. As far as Washington DC, it is during the time of spring break and it's really beautiful there. Um, I also have seen that as well. And they're just beautiful to see the whole mall filled up with cherry blossoms and the cherry blossoms came from Japan. Um, Tokyo mm-hmm. was a gift. However, what's interesting is all the ones that I saw in Tokyo and they're everywhere are white. The ones in Washington DC, as I recall, cause I was a little young was they were pink ones in Washington hmm. DC. So oh, I'm like, interesting. so um, they're different breeds, obviously. Do Maybe either of you play Animal Crossing? <laughs> I promise no. this will tie in. <laughs> okay. Well, one, you're missing out. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Two, um, so Animal Crossing, um, it's a Nintendo game. It originated in Japan, and it's like you just... It's almost like a, you know, um, I want to say like a Sims. You have your own little island. You build your island, whatever. And what I really love about this is you set your hemisphere and like, um, you know, your time of day and everything. And it matches like your night and your day and your seasons. Um, Yeah. So so it's like you, 
you can fish and catch bugs and they'll only be available when they're like really available. So like there are different bugs and fish that you catch during January versus June, whatever. And one of the things that they do, because this is a Japanese game, is they have a sakura season. So um, on your island, your trees will turn pink and there will be cherry blossoms and there's always specific crafts and stuff you can make. So I look forward to sakura season, even on my island, if I can't make it out to Japan. <laughs> it's very beautiful. <laughs> so if you want to experience it, there's a virtual way as well. Yeah, I just yeah, I just wonder why the ones in Washington D.C. are pink, and the story is actually in uh, the Tokyo. The mayor of Tokyo in uh, in around 1912 donated three thousand trees to Washington D.C., and that's where they all came from. Wow, that's beautiful! So, wow, yeah, you have to go see it. So Very cool. cool. Yeah, that's that's a bucket list thing. I mean. Mm-hmm. That's like a Northern Lights thing is going to Japan during Sakura season. Oh, it's still Northern Lights season, isn't it? It Emily? is. Yes. I think through the end of March, typically. Um, and then I maybe you can catch it like the beginning of April. But I hear, I think like March is like height of tourists going to see the Northern Lights because it's warmer. Um, yeah. <laughs> And for the record, the Northern Lights are always happening. Yes. It's a matter of being able to see them. So it's like the, you know, you want maximum, not daylight, darkness. Yes. (laughs) You can't, and then like cloud coverage. So that's why the winter is such a good time to see them because there's so much darkness and, um, length of time of darkness. Yes. Yes. And then I think, well, actually, that, yeah, that makes sense because the winter solstice is December 21st. And then spring solstice, I'm assuming, is March 21st. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, so between those months or within those months, that's when it is most ideal to see the Northern Lights because it is the darkest or the cool. longest amount of darkness. Mm-hmm. Now we know. Yes, indubitably. Um. Also, I'm sure there are events happening around this, although I don't know specifics, but shout out to New Zealand because their Waitangi Day, which is their national day, is February 6th. What is that? It's like their 4th of July, dare I say. It's their national day. Their Independence Day? So (laughs) it it commemorates the signing of the Treaty of Waitangi regarded as the nation's founding document. Oh, cool. So February 6th. That is soon. Oh, that's on Sunday. It is. Yes. So by the time (laughs) you hear this, it will be done. (laughs) And that's in the summer for them. So it all works out. True. That's the hemispheres. Um, And then also honorable mention, the (laughs) winter Olympics are happening. Um, They start, I think they already start, they, I believe they started yesterday, technically, which is February 2nd. It's like, they have to do like the preliminary, like stuff, the boring stuff, kind of, that no one really watches. Opening ceremony, I think is tomorrow. (laughs) Wow. Um, Yes, I think. Yes. Friday, February 4th is opening ceremony. And then it runs almost to the end of the month ish. I don't it's know like two it weeks, ends. right? It's two weeks, yeah. yeah. So, which makes 
I don't know. I was trying to like figure out why they would start it before the opening ceremony. And I'm like, they probably just they did the opening ceremony on Friday. Down. Well, they don't. I'm, I'm assuming they do it on Friday because there's like more viewers on a Friday night. It versus. could be. I know there's like stuff that they do before. And what always makes me sad is like there are athletes who have to miss the opening ceremony because <gasps> yeah. they're competing like the next morning or something. And I'm like, that's the whole reason to go is the opening ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the funnest part. Right. So it's such a shame when they can't make it there, I think. I agree. Mm. Random trivia. Yeah. If there's an Olympics and you want well this is a, a life hack right if if you pro tip life hack in if there's an olympics and you like the city that the olympics are in but don't necessarily want to go to the olympics go take a vacation there like the month afterwards and like all the hotels are like super cheap oh really <laughs> mm. yeah so i actually missed um the beijing summer olympics in 2008 i afterwards mm -hmm. and the thing is like everything was inexpensive and we got a bunch of like beijing olympics goods <laughs> even though oh. we didn't attend like oh, all nice. like, like we actually have a starbucks bear oh that was, that's so cool yeah but it's an olympic starbucks bear and i missed um like the vancouver i think it was maybe maybe vancouver winter olympics as well but we got a but oh no no salt lake city salt lake city and i got a bunch of swag and like a great time in salt lake city and it was very inexpensive because when was salt lake city God. 2002 2002 yeah. whoa mm -hmm. you don't remember that i know i definitely remember i just couldn't oh, remember man. the year because i was like it seems long ago oh, but yeah. enough that i remember that was 20 years ago that's Wow! Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, I forgot that was that long ago. I have I have this like Olympic cup that we still drink out of. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> so, anyways, there you go. Pro tip. Love it. Love um, it. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed our first this month, next month, around the world episode to many more to come uh, we hope you guys learned some things or maybe can make some plans for next year or perhaps later in a couple weeks if you have enough time to go see any of these festivals or events that we talked about let us know what you think and you can always contact us on our social media channels where you can find photos of our adventures from around the world interesting articles and more also, if you're newer to our oh, yeah. podcast, check out some of our older destination ones on Washington, D.C., London, and Austin, Texas, to name a few. And Meet Us in Paris is a University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education Production. If you need a career boost, looking to increase your workplace knowledge, or seeking a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu for their professional courses. And thanks again for tuning in. Bye. Bye.